Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Alright everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers, where we're here at the Watchtower Cafe. Air! Air? Air? At Watchtower Cafe! Yes! You're a dork! So yeah, we're recording from here. Uh, if you haven't been here, it's awesome. There's geek paraphernalia everywhere. They can't taunt me with all that Star Wars merchandise when I have no money. There's lots of action figures that are I'm unopened. aware, I need to pay my rent. And lots of comic books. Shh. And games. Shh. Oh, you know you've got to spend money because uh, Force Friday is tomorrow. Today. Today. It's today. It's today. Yes. Force Friday, but... Force Friday, when all the new toys are released. All the new Star Wars toys are released. Wait, wait, wait. Is it... Are they already out, or is it like... They're out. Tonight at midnight? It it, it came out at midnight on... So... Last night. Yes. Crap. Okay. I went. So, technically, it's Force Thursday? I went to to Walmart. How was that? You clearly you survived. I did. Barely. That's oh, a cool stop. Go. Uh. Yes. So new toys for the uh, Last Jedi. Is there anything I want to cosplay? Probably. Yes. There's Ghost Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Wait, what? Huh. It's okay. On the box it says like it's from Empire Strikes Back and yes. Return of the Jedi. But, but there's but, there, but there's also rumored to be a Ghost Anakin. Because Hayden Christensen is supposedly revising his role. I don't know. I well, hope not. I, I wonder if they just had him like come do some recordings. Like, for yeah. the whole, like how everybody was really excited when they heard that Ahsoka was coming back yeah. for the voices and it was just for Forces of Destiny. It was just for one of those episodes. Yeah. And didn't Ewan McGregor come back in So Force they're Awakens? actually... Well, they're... For what? I'm pretty sure he came back in Force Awakens when yeah. Ray grabs for the lightsaber. Well, they just... They or used they his, used voice his voice clip from another. Yeah. Well, no, no, he came in and did some lines, and then oh. they used the original Obi Wan from Episode well, Four. Well, they were both in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they kind but, of blended their voice together to be Ray. Yeah, and they are Ray. they are doing a Obi Wan movie, and Stand he that is I'm coming back. For. So that would be awesome. I'm psyched for that. Except for I'm we also know, psyched but for we now Amber know Roo. that it's not going to be the ultimate Darth Maul Obi Wan battle. So, whatever. That's true. They're going to have to work around that. Gonna but I'm also excited else. for the Aunt Beru standalone movie. Oh, that's going to be dumb. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. making an Aunt Beru standalone movie. Yep, two hours what? of how to make blue milk. Yeah, yeah, look it up. Okay, can we move on? Because they, that blood that's a joke. A it that's is a, a joke. joke. <laughs> it was it was released as a joke. Like did you, did you not actually... hear the... Yes, it's two hours of how to make blue milk. Yeah. I'm going 
going to be honest. I haven't Googled Star Wars in months because I don't want to be spoiled for The Last Jedi. She, she's the anti-Star Wars what? part of the nerd. Oh, no, are you kidding me? How, I love Star Wars. How can you not want to know what's going on in The I Last Jedi? I want to be surprised when I sit there in the theater. You're going to be surprised because how Disney and, Star, and Lucas Films has done stuff is they show you all this cool stuff and it's never in the movie. You True. see, and that's what ruins it for me. Like, I go through and see these cool toys. Like, you know, I thought like the Zuko or Zuzo or yeah. whatever the guy, the, the police chief Zuzo. I'm like, oh, that's an interesting species. And what do we see? We see maybe... Half a frame or two frames of him in well, the movie. Of course, it's Maybe it's a toy, frames. and you buy it. But okay, here's the, the thing. marketing ploy. With toys, they should at least show up in the movie. He did. Two frames does not count. That's in the movie. That doesn't count. <laughs> if it's credited, it counts. It doesn't count. Is it even credited on IMDb? <laughs> I don't know. I do not. It think probably it's even is, but if even if it's not, it's still such a short short time. It's ridiculous. It's it, ridiculous. It, if well, it's going to be in the toy line, it should be in the movie more than that. And I know it's it, to throw it do- people off. It, it doesn't work that way. You know, they want a toy, they want more money, so that's how they do it. Hello, I mean, that's come on. how Young Justice got canceled the first time. And that's also why they, you know, they don't want to, they're trying to avoid spoilers, and I can understand that, but. Yeah. You know, I it is what it Jedi is. Ray. You know, I, I'm excited about it and a little wary to see where they go with things. Just because there's so many things hinted and so many things not. True. Yeah. And so, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Like, because for me, like, growing up old school Jedi from uh-huh. the original trilogy, Jedi, being a Jedi was like a almost religious experience. Yes. Yeah. You know? Like, it is using a religion. The force. You can actually do Jedi. It, it is. But well, now it is, yeah. Yeah, now it is. But I mean, for me, like, it was a religious kind of thing. Like, you know, yeah. Jedi were. And then you see the prequels and you realize, okay, so the Jedi weren't perfect. They had their flaws and they couldn't truly have balance. And so, yeah, this yeah. all needed to happen. But I'm worried that they're going to pull away from that and destroy the entire well, theory this is, of being a I Jedi. I heard a theory that Rey could be the first actual gray Jedi, that they could make it canon. So that could mm, be Well, Ahsoka's a gray Jedi. Yeah. That's they, true. They That's have announced, and so is Revan. I mean, they've announced several... Yeah, Revan is Revan, official, then? Yeah, is officially a gray, gray Jedi. Um, oh, wow. When he kind of came back. He never really went... Because he was light, he was dark, and then he came back, and he never was really... Light, true light or, or dark. So, um, and there's several other. Uh, Jolie Bindu, uh, which is in the first Kotor game, he was a gray Jedi. So there are a lot of gray Jedi's. Um, the thing that really has me worried is Luke. I mean, it's just really weird that he was training these guys, he failed, and then he just disappeared. Yeah. I mean, because look at him he was so dead set on converting and you know saving vader i mean and and we see that in the films and now oh yeah all my he take it's like one setback and he gives up runs away so they've really got to have some amazing story hook for me to believe to that be he would run away because it just doesn't make any sense to me. No. Well, and that's what we'll see, hopefully, in this new movie. Let alone... Hopefully we don't need, like, a Clone Wars-type TV show yeah. that shows us how he got there, that we had, which is why we understood yeah. Anakin a little bit better. Uh-oh, Hold he's on. got a finger. Hold on. I'm going out on a limb and saying we need a Clone Wars-type show You're pointing that all about at me. I'm Luke. Find it. 
all it's about It's going to be Luke. so boring. He's stuck on an island. No, 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 no. Before the island. I'm talking like actually training the Jedi, seeing the Luke Skywalker that we all know and love, yeah. actually training, and we see like the young, what's his name? Uh, Kylo. Kylo. Yeah, a young ben, Kylo actually ben start. Yeah, start yeah. training. Like how awesome would that be? I don't know. No, don't say I don't know. If Lucasfilm is listening. We well, love it. We I want it. I have to say I don't know because I loved all the the prequel, you know, the expe- extended universe books, and this Luke Skywalker that we've been given a broken hermit. I mean, this isn't Obi Wan that became a hermit to watch over Luke. This is a hermit that fled, that ran away, and trying to. Draw parallels to Obi Wan. Well, there's so many. There might be there's something. so many there's, parallels in these movies. It's ridiculous. There's got to um, be a reason. I and that's what I really hope. And it's a good, valid reason. If so, I'm okay. But I am a little worried because there's so much potential that they've kind of you know. Rogue One was awesome, but I feel like they they really kind of stepped on their own feet and didn't make it as good as it could have been now there's a lot of things that were just plot holes i guess in a way that just didn't get tied up you know as a writer you want to kind of tie all those storylines together and things were left open yes it did connect the prequels to episode four a little bit kind of you know gave us that darth vader but there's so many questions unanswered like the mere fact, okay, yeah, it's like literally ends four minutes before episode four starts. Then why does Darth Vader fight so crappy against Obi Wan Kenobi when we see that glorious end scene with him just slaughtering those guys? I'm gonna get some hate for this. It was the 1970s. I know it was the 70s. <laughs> I know there's, and, but and the lightsabers originally were very heavy and massive. They and were. That's what. And they Alec were Guinness was an old man. Well, true, but uh, again. Because of all this other stuff they've made that is more updated, I mean, Obi-Wan obliterated Darth Maul in one strike. That's true. And he was an old man. And he's facing Darth Vader. But he hardly fought him. Darth Wait, Vader. Wait, did that happen in Rebels? Yes. I haven't seen that. Season That's why three. I'm so confused. So, season three, he literally. Spoilers! Yeah, sorry. So, season three, they it's literally. Okay. Obi-Wan. Lucasfilm spoiled that like two hours or four hours before. After it yeah. After it happened or before it well, happened? Well, after it happened on the East Coast, before it happened on the West Coast. Yeah. Ooh, that's brutal. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, they came face to face. Obi-Wan's sitting at a campfire. Darth Maul shows up. They stand up, ignite the lightsabers. It's like a stare down, and then, and it's over. Really? I mean, literally, one blow from Obi-Wan, Darth Maul is, out, is dead. That is highly anticlimactic. Oh, it was. But Especially the, the conversation that they had was The dialogue very afterwards very... was beautiful. I will admit that. Because, Who you know. Who has this so I can watch it? Well, Rebels is now out on Blu-ray for season three. Season three's out? Yeah. I need the money. I was going to say, when did that happen? I was I all excited. It. I was all excited because I saw Rebels now out, and I thought it was season four, and no, it was just season three on Blu-ray. Isn't season four the last season? Season uh, four is going to be the last season yes. of Rebels. Okay. Yeah. Um, and have they announced another show? They are doing another that... show, but they haven't really announced. I don't think they've given us a time is. period yeah. or anything yet. Yeah. So we really haven't jumped into what we were going to talk about. We start. We jumped into. Star Somebody Wars. had mentioned Star Wars, and well, now we all go on the Star okay. Wars. Wow, so, so, wow, so what are we wow, talking wow, about, wow. really? I thought. I don't know. Was the Earth, the... wind, 
Fire. That, that Water. that's Captain oh, Planet. Avatar, sorry. Uh, yes, render. so it's the 10th anniversary. It was the 10th Avatar. anniversary this past July. So I wonder if I can still recite the monologue. Uh, that's okay. No, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm just wondering if I can. So Avatar, uh, very interesting uh, series. It came out of nowhere, it seems like. No, it seriously uh, did. It captured a lot of people's attention. Uh, I was I was worried about it when I first got first couple episodes it was kind of cheesy in, in my mind but it, it really grew and became an amazing series well I remember um, I was watching something else on Nickelodeon at the time and I saw Invader Zim probably <laughs> either that or just one of my 90s cartoons yes. that they do reruns of and I'm like this looks so stupid what the crap is this Yep. Yeah. and then like I want to say about six months after it started so they have gotten through about half the first season yeah marathon that's how they always get you yeah and either i came in about because i had seen a couple episodes here and there and then i saw that they were doing the whole thing from the beginning and i'm like ooh, okay yeah. not gonna lie i well, love that they, from the beginning. they had a very great storyline they did it was well thought they, out it was thought out we had the individual episode ar- story arcs and then we had the full season story arc and, and the then way, the, the series, series story arcs there were so many story arcs that they were actually maintaining and doing very well with and oh, I was really impressed yeah. amazing planning. there was hardly any plot holes in fact I can't really think of any um, there were a few minor ones but uh, that I can of think of that they Zuko's really mom maybe. Zuko's mom was a huge plot hole that they never really not really yeah. in the comics, but that doesn't help. Which is in so stupid, by the way. The series. What are you talking about? That's the original. Off, like they wanted to come back and do another series. They wouldn't. They couldn't get the money from Nickelodeon, yeah. so they ended up putting it in graphic novels. So that is well, official. I well, I know that's official, but is just looking at the cartoon series, not the comics and stuff like that. That was a. Pl- I always felt like that was no, a plot. I agree, hole. and they could have explained like with how they did explain it in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um. That would have been ex- an excellent way to add it to the series, and it would yeah. have taken only two, maybe three episodes yeah. to be able to explain and do it justice. The problem is, is that they already had that pivotal arc of defeating Fire Lord Ozai, yeah. and I. they I mean, might have been able to sneak it in before they went off to fight the Fire Lord. Yeah. They might have snuck it into book three before then, but with the completed story arc, it I feel like... Secondary. Yeah. I feel like Zuko still needed that insanity, especially with uh, his sister going insane. Yeah. I feel like oh Azula, that. oh yeah. my goodness! You know, or even do a a, a spinoff series. That wasn't. There Korra? was just one season that was uh, Zuku. Yeah. I w- This is Avatar only. Yeah. I know. I know. Only. I know. But, and yeah. what I wish for Avatar is that we would have gotten a grown-up Aang season, just one season. I would, you know, and I would trade an entire Korra. To be honest, I like the fact they didn't. I like the fact they didn't too. I would have been okay if they had done like maybe a one-off adventure, that kind of tied up some of the mini loose ends with the comics, Mm -hmm. or that they did with the comics, and then tied that a little bit better into Korra, so we don't have that huge um, mechanization. That's not the word I'm looking for. Uh, Plot hole. Yeah, well, there's the, well, it is the, that the jump, but it, it, the revolutionary. There you, you go. Know, the the, revo- the, the techno revolution. The or whatever uh, industrial you call it. revolution yeah. in a way. Yeah. Well, so I don't think it would have worked. It would have flown because Aang, as an adult, was much more subdued. He wasn't as fun. And he wasn't as fun. I don't think it would have sold as well, and that's why I think 
they've jumped to Korra and we see an older Aang kind of as the Avatar role model. He takes Roku's place. Yeah, because that works and we can accept that. I don't think we would have accepted an adult Aang. I don't, I don't think, even it think we resonated. would have seen as much of a mature Aang. We would have seen, like, who was his mentor that he always, like, they would throw pies Boomy. together. No, not no, Boomy. The, the mentor. Gyatso. Gyatso. Oh, Gyatso. Like, I, I can see him as more of a Gyatso type I, character. I don't adult. think so. Just because think so of what either. we've seen in Korra, he's very, very subdued. He's not that air, air bubbly thing. And it's probably because after defeating Ozai... He really had to go to war against the rest of the the generals of the uh, the Fire Lord Nation be, to finally unite everyone. I think he's kind of like a lot like the War Doctor, you know, oh, okay. you know, because he did all that stuff, and then we get Christopher Eccleston that's just kind of that subdued fellow uh, because he's just been beat down so much from the war and then uniting everyone. I I think that's kind of shaped him and changed him a lot. And we, I don't think we could have and see, dealt to with me, that. That jump to Aang when we saw him as an adult in mm-hmm. that book one flashback of Korra wasn't a huge leap to me because I can see that. I can see him growing and maturing because you yeah. kind of saw it as season three progressed. Not season one and two so much, but season three you definitely saw his maturity go up. Well, yeah. I mean, he, he became less of the, I'm going to run away, I'm going to play, I'm going to do everything to, I have this destiny, I have this... This job, this commitment, I have to do, and you know, yeah, and even in the end, he still didn't want to kill him. He wanted to find another way around that. And right. So, I, and that was that maturity. So, I think that really shaped him in in a way. I still see him as the kid who had dreams about fighting Fire Lord Ozai You're without right. pants. You're right. I'm sorry. I just well, I see, and that, see and that's why I think that an adult Aang would not have worked because they would have gone with that subdued Aang because that's where it went. And everyone would have wanted to see, hey, look, he's running around with no pants. But that's the thing. We would still see that every now and then in his smile. And with how their writing yeah. was with that show, I have no doubt that they could have pulled that off. Maybe. I mean, with that character. So. I mean, it, it kind of goes back to, okay, Darth Vader, and then going to episode one and seeing that little boy, Jake Lloyd, as Anakin. Yippee! Yeah. Going, whoopee! It just, we couldn't accept it. And I think a lot of people would have done the same thing. I mean, I still, even Hayden Christensen, I still can't, I don't see him as Darth Vader in any way, shape, or form, which is just, I know it is, and according to canon, that is, just doesn't seem right to me. The Clone Wars Anakin, I could see that. Clone Wars Anakin, yes, because that is a much more, it's a strong character. He's solid, he's a warrior, he's a general, he, yeah... You can see him bending the rules, but it's for the greater good in his mind. That Anakin I can see becoming Vader, you know. But the whiny Anakin we get in the movies, no. It just, it doesn't, I don't see that as Vader because Vader's a strong, powerful character that, and then you, yeah. I mean, they, they literally turned him into a whiny, spoiled brat. Where you look at the Anakin in the Clone Wars, no, he's a, he's a general. He's a war veteran. He's a leader. He's a leader. He, he, yeah, he probably has some post-traumatic stress going on. That makes sense to have that Vader, you know, and why he's so angry with the Jedi and why he's so angry against the, you know, the Republic and so on and so forth. Don't choke on your 
<laughs> Aspirations. Yeah. That that was the worst part of that uh, whole movie. Uh, uh, I mean, really. Oh I mean, why did we throw that in there? Oh, that's so that it connects to the really poor Hayden Christensen acting. That's how I felt. The, the reason they put that in there. That's kind of my feeling towards it too. Because I still don't blame Hayden Christensen for that because I've seen some good no, stuff. No, uh, again, I blame George. Okay, I love you, writing. George, but I blame you. Part of it. Part of it is. The writing. I will agree completely and totally with that. The other part of it is, he, this is this is an actor that should have stood up and said, hey, this doesn't fit. Someone should have stopped it at some point. Yeah. No, no, no. That's, that's the thing, though, because George Lucas was seen as a director god. That's the thing. He was never a director, though. The, the best Star right. Wars films, like, they weren't directed by George Lucas. Oh, I Lucas. know. I know. I mean, he, he's a great writer. He should have written the first draft and then stepped away, just like he did with Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back. And I feel like we would have gotten much more powerful prequels than we actually did. And probably. I believe that Hayden Christensen's acting ability could have been better under a, a more knowledgeable director who knew how to probably. use it. Probably. And, you know, that is probably true. Because uh, he probably would have said, let's not go with this whiny. This is a powerful character. Let's make him a powerful Jedi. Let's give him a backbone. He's been through a war. I mean, that, that, I could kind of understand the whininess in the second one going yeah. into the Clone yeah, Wars. Exactly, just like Luke Skywalker in yeah. Empire. But the third Dude, one, but the third one he no... just, he just went through that entire war. And I mean, seeing everything that we saw in the Clone Wars series, it didn't make sense to go from this strong character to, but I don't want to lose. Yeah. I don't want to lose her. And, you're against me. I mean, come on. Obi-Wan had his back throughout the entire thing. And I, I under, and I understand. I understand that Palpatine was talking behind his back, but it just did not make sense, the, that final performance we got. Yeah. I love how we went from Star Wars to Avatar and back I to know. Star Wars. It's it, like a good old... It, 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 it all but, it, it Well, all I mean, we kind of get... The, it we, it's that back. same kind of theme. I mean... Well, the interesting thing is, is where well, does Zuko fit in? Well, with the- Zuko, in my opinion, is Anakin. Yeah. I mean, really, he's in a he's a kid that just wants his father's acceptance. Yeah. So Anakin is a kid that just wants the council's acceptance because yeah. he's the chosen one. And Zuko is a chosen one as well because he's the prince to the Fire Lord Nation. And he has a really cool uncle. I mean, Obi Wan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, he's he's exiled. Yes. Which Anakin kind of feels exiled. Um, and he has Obi Wan with him. You're right. Uh, Uncle Iroh. You know. I love Iroh so much. Does it? I, and I'm oh. I'm so sad that the the voice actor died because um, yeah. I feel like I feel like Iroh's character just vanished. Really. He did, and it. Well, makes... that was part of the writing though, is that Zuko needed to stand on his own. I know. It, it, it again, bugged me that he just they make it gone. work. But again, it's that time. whole yeah, that trope of getting rid of the guardian. Because yeah. he really was Zuko's guardian. Yeah, but which but, we all know that Scott hates that trope. Hates it. I know. But um, he he really is a lot like Anakin. The only difference is he didn't fall to those darker desires. Um, I would he even had the he hair. Did at the he, end of season two, he did. You're he right. Even had that hair. You know, he started Anakin falling hair. a lot like Anakin did, but he came out of it. He turned a he turned a corner. I can't be the only one who wanted to punch him at the end of season two, right? No, well that was the beauty of the character, that because because you see him he, they to wanted Katara, yeah they you, think you really wanted to hate him yeah it was like Joffrey and that's Everyone how you were supposed to Joffrey. feel about Anakin at the end of episode three. That's yes. how you're supposed to feel. Yes, you're supposed to and hate then him. You're like yay, bye bye you. We get Darth Vader now. 
Yeah, I mean that is that is that's how a villain is written. They they're doing and saying things so badly that you just hate them or love to hate them, as the saying goes. And that was they did it beautifully. And then he had the redemption in season three. Well, I'm sorry. My favorite part in season three is when he's trying to join them. Mm-hmm. And they're all listing off all the terrible <laughs> stuff they did that Zuko did to yeah. them all throughout. Get this, season one. In season two, let's be honest, he was more reactive than proactive. He definitely was. Yeah. But that, again, that was what was perfect is he really had to work hard to be accepted. Because if they just would have said, sure, come on back. No one would have bought that. I'm sorry. No. I that's kind of we we've seen it quite a bit, you know. Well, and the nice thing is, is that I can understand why Toph was so okay with it because Toph wasn't there through season yes. one, so she didn't see all the truly horrible right. things and, Zuko but, did. Right. And that was the perfect. And she was that gateway person she because was the she balance. Yeah, she didn't see that. So she's like, "Come on, guys," and she started softening the group up. But you know. That's the one thing with Force Awakens that I did like, you know. Yes, it sucked he killed Han Solo. If you haven't seen it, sorry, folks. It's been two years. Um, But if he would have turned and just left with Han Solo, I wouldn't have accepted that. He's been this bad guy that's doing all this horrible stuff, supposedly wiped out all the the Academy Jedis, uh, or Padawan, excuse me, and... Suddenly, dear old dad says, come back home, and he goes home. No, that just wouldn't have worked. It really wouldn't have. It's true. Um, And so that's what really worked in season three is he had to fight for that. Um, And then, of course... Season three was beautiful. uh, Aang's moral dilemma. You know, he he knows he has to fight Ozai, and the only way to do it is to kill him. But he, he doesn't want to do that. That's against his nature. That's against every fiber of his being and he finally finds a way which is great yeah he still respects life you know, even though I, he doesn't need to like yeah. I'm sorry but like if he would have killed him I, I would have been okay with that well no that's right that is the thing is everyone would have accepted that that's the story but it, it was perfect that he found a way because he was staying they were, again the writers and the creators of the show were staying true to the character and the character had that moral dilemma, didn't want to do it, and they found a way for him to successfully be able to de- defeat him without killing him. And it was beautiful. It really was. I just, I love, I think when it comes to Zuko clearly is my favorite, but the interesting dynamic between him and Azula, because mm-hmm. let's be honest, that's a sibling rivalry to the extreme. It is. But you see parts of your own sibling rivalry in it, too. Like, you have the favorite sibling versus the older sibling. We see it in Guardians of the Galaxy. We do. You know, with uh, yeah. Gamora and, oh, what's her name now? Nebula. Nebula, yeah. I mean, you ha- here's a tyrannical father figure that has puts, pits them against each other. They have to literally fight each other, and whoever wins is kind of seen as the favorite. You know, we didn't really know why she had, Nebula had all these robotic parts, but then you find out... And, the second one that when she lost he started replacing parts of her so that she would win well she lost quite a bit yeah um did gamora ever lose no 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 gamora she survived she fought beyond and excelled beyond because she feared losing and because she saw what was happening to, to gamora but she didn't understand you mean to nebula. or to nebula yeah excuse me never really understood that uh, she just wanted to survive um 
So, and I think we have the same dynamic with Zuko and Azula. Azula's scary, man. Well, I would argue she's scarier than Ozai is. Well, she is. <laughs> she's psychotic, I mean, that's why. Ozai still has kind of a a moral code, even a though it's a rule it, book it, of yeah, some sort. Yeah, I mean, it is messed up, but it, he does have that moral code. She doesn't. And, no. and or as, or as uh, Uncle Iroh says, oh, she's crazy. Yeah. Well, and it really come, stems from she she didn't have her mother in her life. Well, she, and when she did have her mother, her mother was favoring Zuko. Well, it, it wasn't really, it wasn't that. But here's the thing is I, that that's Azula's, that's how Azula puts it in her head. That's how she sees it. But I really think that Azula was Ozai's favorite. Yes. And Zuko was the mother's favorite, and she kind of tempered him. And that's why, you know, that's why he, of course, got his face burned and everything like that. And Azula was, let's just face it, she wasn't soft. She wasn't motherly. She wasn't very feminine. She was very masculine and strong and wanted she to be that scary. warrior. And that was nur- that's what was nurtured within her. And so it just became more and more crazy and scary. So, but again, yeah. great writing because then we had that civil sibling rivalry and that dynamic throughout the whole story because and they both be honest, wanted to be the best in their dad's eyes that fight is one of the most gorgeously animated things i have ever seen yeah yeah well and it definitely I, the entire show yeah. was just oh the so entire show is gorgeous amazing. well i mean definitely so compared to a lot of the animation we'd been seeing a lot around that time it wasn't that great i mean it's if you want a great yeah. animation, it was ne- normally anime. Yeah. You know, and Which this, where this you know, gets and this from. gave us that, but it wasn't. It wasn't anime, so it was fantastic. Um, I really need to watch that again from the beginning. I I do have all of it. I do. Um, Korra is definitely another flavor. It's I it's do a giant Korra. G- it the thing that really turned Korra. me off is how advanced they jumped in a short time. I mean, literally, it's Aang's lifespan. Yeah. Which is probably, because he doesn't look that old, I would say maybe 60 years, and they go from, I guess guess they did have tanks and ships. It Um, was hinted at, but it was still very largely. And like Scott was saying, they kind of tried to tie it in with the comic books, especially the first... I think yeah. it's called The Promise. I'd have to double check, but I think The Promise is where, because that's where how you get the Republic City and whatever yeah. that country is called. That's what Republic City comes out of, is it actually comes out of the Fire Nation colonies. And because the Fire Nation and the Earth Kingdom were supposed to be working together, you can't see my quotations, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, servitude. Um, you kind of saw it a little bit more in The Promise. That because those two civilizations were working together, they had a little bit more technology than we had seen before. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the problem is the only way to know that, because they didn't do a good job in explaining that, it's reading is the comics. reading the comics. And if you hadn't and just jumped into the series, you're scratching your head. Well, that means I mean, you, that's the exact same as saying, well, you didn't watch the TV series, so you didn't watch the third season. It's not as convenient. I will it agree to that. Is. And I wish that they would have gotten a season four or at least a kind of tie-along, uh, let's tie up all the loose ends season. Or at least advertise that the comics were coming out. Or maybe, yeah, or maybe even some flashback episodes where, you know, where oh, yeah, Korra, Korra should have, like, was had. interacting with Aang and seeing these things Well, happen. that was my favorite part about Korra is when we actually got to see Aang. 
Yeah. But here's the thing about that episode we see with Aang. From what we could tell, Republic City was a fully functioning city at that time, and Aang would say, you would say he's, what, in his 40s? Yeah, I'd yeah. say so, that's a safe bet. So that means it's only about 30 years in the future. Again, kind of a big leap. Yeah. yeah. So I... I don't know. Uh, but let's be honest, Suko was awesome in season three, and yes, he's my favorite, in yeah. case you couldn't tell. Yeah. And then, you know, there's just a lot of different things that need to be that need to be explained. We see Aang. When we do see Aang, he looks fairly youthful, but, you know... Um, Roku looks... Let's well, uh, say what's her name? Right. His, his wife. Katara? Katara looks really old. Let's face it, she looks... Really, really old. So we never saw what Aang looked like when he died. Is the other thing. You're right. Yeah. You know, and then we know Korra is probably 16, 17 years old, roughly. And I don't know. There, there's just a lot of questions. There's a lot of new abilities that come into play. There's. See, and I liked it in the old seasons when it was a special skill. Yeah. Now yeah. it seems like everyone does stuff. And yeah. this may get me some hate, but. I'm still really happy. It's taken me a long time to get to this point, but now I am super happy that Zuko never generated lightning on his own. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, I like the redirection because it's kind of like him redirecting. It's his, like Yoda. It is, and it's a. Yep. Yeah. What's the word I'm And then for? we're back to Star Wars. So, <laughs> anyways, we're out of time, folks. So give us your opinion on what you think about the. Uh, 10-year anniversary of Avatar. Your thoughts about it, what you liked, what you hated, what you thought was crazy, what your thoughts are on Korra, and of course, yes, we talked about Wars, Star Wars. So, <laughs> and Hope you all had a good Force Friday. I'm yep. really glad that I could be part of this show today. Thank yep. you, for everybody, Baron, for, thank you for, your opinions. for listening to they me literally and everything made I've this said. an unforgettable show. They were so awesome that they were hypersonic and only dogs could hear them. So anyways, with that said, uh, everyone, we're out of here. Are you a fan of Dungeon Crawlers? Then it's time for you to level up your experience. Download our episodes that are released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And not only that, we want to hear from you. We want to know who you want to hear on the show. What author, what celebrity, what game designers you want to hear. Not only that, we also want to hear what you like about the show. So, with that said, please reach out to info at DungeonCrawlersRadio.com. Email us on Twitter or Facebook. And let us know what you want to hear on this show. Because we want it to be as much of your show as it is ours. So, with that said, we're out of here. And we'll catch you next time.